Hello F1 fans and welcome to F1 On and Off The Track with Kim Millman. Hello. My name is Adrian and this is the new format for the podcast going into 2020, into the new season. Yep, we're going to do video and also extract the audio and put that on to various podcast platforms. We've got plenty to talk about, mm-hmm. so Melbourne is up first and you're there tomorrow. Yeah, I, I leave uh, Tuesday and um, I did think there was actually going to be the event in Federation Square, which was a launch last year, but it's not happening this year. So I've got a day free. I'll probably go and shoot a couple of drivers, perhaps doing stuff on their off day. And I think some of them may even arrive into the track on the Wednesday afternoon, which will uh, give us something to shoot there. Now, I have actually found out that a lot of the European crews, mm-hmm. well, not, perhaps not a lot, but certainly some of the European TV crews aren't coming to the race. Yeah. In fact, they're not coming to the first three races, and in particular, uh, Davide Valsecchi and Federica Maslin, and my Italian fans will know them intimately from Sky Italia, aren't coming. So they're going to be doing their shows for the Melbourne Grand Prix and for the first three races from Milan, uh, which they've got lockdown in Italy, and that's one of the major things with this coronavirus. Mm. That, um, uh, I think by now all team personnel should be in Melbourne, and they've introduced some rather heavy uh, monitoring of people coming in and uh, just making sure they're not bringing in the virus. Uh, but it will be a very interesting start to the year. It will. Will you be uh, shaking hands and uh, doing the classic no, European No, I, I think kiss. it was agreed uh, by certainly enough of us that we perhaps should avoid that. Why, why take an extra chance? Yeah. And the kissing thing, obviously... Uh, which Australians don't normally do, but uh, the Europeans seem to love it, so I tend to fit in with them. But uh, no, I don't think there'll be any of that. And I was actually uh, chatting with uh, Lewis's physio, Angela Cullen, last Mm. race, and she was mentioning the fact that Lewis won't be shaking hands at corporate functions. I thought, well, that is very prudent. So I think that probably needs to be, uh, amongst the F1 people at least, uh, reiterated and just driven home that there's probably no reason for it at the moment to do it. And if it's an added risk, why would you bother? Because, of course, let's say a, a Lewis does manage, uh, does contract that particular virus. That would be horrendous yes. for his team. Yeah. Well, with the restriction on travelling and the, the recommendation not to travel, will any of the driver's partners be at this race? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that we'll have a couple there. You know what? I've never seen Daniel Ricciardo with a, a girlfriend at the track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we might find that Charles Leclerc's girlfriend might arrive, uh, Charlotte Sine. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Valtteri's new girlfriend, Tiffany, was there, Tiffany Cromwell. She's uh, from Adelaide, so you'd think maybe a great excuse to come with Valtteri to her home country. And in fact, she doesn't she didn't grow up too far from where I grew up in Adelaide. Now, race day is typically a bit busier than the rest of the days. In Melbourne, yeah, because we have... Uh, in fact, this weekend there are two extra events that we don't have normally. One is the pre-race driver's team photo where we get them all out on the track and in their team orders and they pose for this photo and there's about probably 70 to 80 photographers who capture that particular shot. And then on the Thursday, A lot of the day, probably a good two hours, is taken up with driver portraits where all the drivers come and stand in front of a black backdrop that uh, I'll actually be putting up with uh, my son Tyler comes and does that. So uh, there's a bit of pressure to make sure this thing's looking good because every photographer in F1 has shots of the drivers standing in front of that particular Uh, backdrop which is black and um, it gives a great opportunity to get these lovely shots and the other thing I should mention is one photographer normally one of the XPB boys Russell Batchelor sits at a table and he takes every helmet from the driver Mm -hmm. and he takes a shot of it on this little roundabout and gives all those photos because you don't want a hundred people taking shots so he just says I'll just do that and we'll share the shots Mm. which is a, a great idea so we'll get shots of every driver's helmet at some point over the weekend as well. 
Do you have any favourite shots or spots to shoot from yeah, in Melbourne? I do. I like turn six with the sparking shot that I got in my first year. Uh, it's a little uh, S and you can see from uh, head on it looks nice and from side on if they're sparking it's a fantastic shot. Mm. I also like the last corner leading onto the straight because they come quite close to us, probably the closest we get in Melbourne to the cars. Uh, and then you've got the uh, turn two tower where you can see obviously turn one, turn mm -hmm. two, and then exiting of turn two. Yeah, and you have a great photo from there from last year. Well, this shot here, well, it's not a great photo. It has the potential to be a great photo, but okay. uh, a lot of people say, how do you take this particular photo? Well, this is a 600mm lens, and I pan with the car, and I've got this set at 0.4 of a second. Now, that's a long time to have the shutter open. Now, the real top F1 photographers can probably nail this shot um, certainly more often than I do, but I don't know exactly what the success rate is. So you pan with the car for maybe two-thirds of that 0.4 of a second mm -hmm. and then at the last minute you flick the camera and you get these lines and you get this enough of the car should be in focus that you can work out but then you get the blurry bit. Now we mentioned coronavirus briefly at the start and the, the mm -hmm. pandemic across travel and all that kind of stuff so with that the news from the Bahrain event they're closing it to spectators. Yes, yesterday afternoon I was heading back from Lancelin and I got back and I'd been off my phone for half an hour and bang, there it was. I thought, right, better get a post up. And it's a huge post. It's mm. been, um, got out to 50 or 60,000 people. And it's going to really cause some drama around the world, obviously, with F1. It already has with MotoGP because mm. a lot of their riders come from Italy. Mm. But uh, with regards Bahrain, we will have no spectators. And mm. that will be something special. So somebody mentioned yesterday in the post that what will the drivers do? Will they have a driver's parade? Will they wave at an empty grandstand? It was a great question. So I would think they would not have a driver's parade. But there's other things too that um, have come to mind. Uh, in the paddock, we'll have clean shots. We won't have autograph hunters, yeah. selfie hunters getting in our way. Now, that's a selfish thing, I know, but that is one of the pluses for us as photographers. And I was also talking to a driver last, not, not last race, at testing, and I was saying to him, um, what, do you, what would you like to happen at F1s that doesn't? He said, well, I'd like to get out and talk to the other drivers, but we can't in the paddock because as soon as we stop, 40, 50 people gather around. Now, this may be the one and only opportunity for these drivers who can see each other and they walk past to actually stop and have a chat. Normally, we like shots with lots of crowd behind because it adds atmosphere to the shots. There will be none of those. Yeah. It will be completely empty. And around the track, there are likely to be marshals, obviously, and maybe 40, 50 photographers, a couple of TV crews, and that's it. Mm. No one else will get to see what we see because it'll all be left to television. So there are a couple of things that come to mind, but there's a whole host of things that are going to be different. Yeah. How about getting to and from the event? That can be a problem in some places. Traffic. Uh, yeah. And in particular, I had a flight booked uh, straight after the race from Bahrain back to Dubai. So I'd hired a car. Normally I take the media bus to the track. So I've hired a car and as soon as I take shots of the podium, I'm straight out of there. All my stuff's in the, in the car, ready to go, and I race to the airport. I'll sit in traffic for at least or 50 minutes on a trip that's normally 20 because there's so many uh, punters and spectators mm. waiting to get out. Now, for this race, I can stay an extra 20 minutes, shoot all the good stuff that I'd love to shoot, and have no drama getting to the airport because there will be no traffic. Now, will you be doing the men and the women posts of the paddock? Oh, yeah. Uh, again, this year, I'm running men of the paddock and women of the paddock. Uh, the women tend to be slightly more popular than men, but... And I'll start that off in Melbourne because there's always great um, 
shots to be had in the paddock of men and women, uh, mainly visitors, but obviously some crew. But when it comes to Bahrain, it's only going to be crew. Yeah. I have no other options. And a lot of people say, oh, well, we want to see more people working in the teams on that particular post, which normally goes up on the Monday and the Tuesday. Well, I promise you, you'll have nothing. Well, maybe there'll be a couple of people in civvies, but uh, pretty much I think it'll be mainly team members in the paddock uh, for that particular series of pictures. Is the Vietnam GP likely to go ahead? Well, look, probably you and everyone else watching here would suggest that... Uh, it's looking a bit dicey. Mm. Uh, now, I think that's because they've said, uh, if you're coming from Italy, you need to go through 14 days quarantine. Now, what they're doing in Bahrain is they've already contacted all of us uh, working in the sport and said, hey, tell us your travel details, where you're coming from. And even if you're coming from Dubai, which is not a hotspot, but they, they recognise that as... Uh, uh, someone that has to, they have to be aware of. So we're getting increased screening when we go in. There'll be extra measures taken. Um, so they've sort of bent the rules a little bit, I think, for us coming in from those particular countries and Italy. But I'm not sure whether Vietnam will do the same. And if they don't, I just don't think that the Ferrari people and all those teams from Italy are going to be able to get in uh, and appease the 14-day quarantine. Mm. So in that case, it could be the case where they run with the race, perhaps not for championship points, and maybe they only have eight teams, nine teams, I don't know. But that's something that's fluid. Even with my flight that I had booked back after the race from Bahrain to Dubai, just before we came in here, that got cancelled because Emirates normally have three flights a day. They've dropped it back to one. So suddenly, I and I imagine a lot of other people have to dramatically go and change our plans to fit in with this ever-changing scenario so that nothing is certain until the race actually goes or until you get onto your flight. As we come to a close what's on the YouTube horizon for you? What videos have we got coming up? This one uh, but after this one uh, I'll probably put up something Thursday night after day one because I think people will be itching to know yeah. what it was like with the corona Im uh, impact in uh, Melbourne uh, what all the new teams like, what the driver portraits mm. are like. So I'll put up a Thursday night. And then I've got one I'm working on now, autographs. Because a lot of people are interested in driver's autographs. Okay. Maybe what they're worth, how you get them, best place mm. to go. And if you're in Melbourne, one of the best places is the Melbourne Walk, where if you're there early enough, you know the drivers have to walk down this corridor about 40, 50 metres long to the paddock entrance, and it's a great spot. I'm also going to do a video on sunnies. A lot of people said, you did watches of F1. What about sunglasses? So I'm going to do that. And I've already got a bit of information for that. And then uh, perhaps one on the driver's trainers, who's working with them. Uh, it'll be 20 different drivers, 20 different trainers, a little bit on each one. To stay updated on all that Kim does throughout the season, Instagram is the place to go, at Kim Elman. And of course, subscribe, 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 subscribe on YouTube if you enjoyed this video and want to see more throughout the season. And your comments are always appreciated. Absolutely, absolutely. We love seeing the, the comments and what you've got to say. Mm -hmm. We love the discussion. And the prints and digital images of all of my shots you'll find at ProStar Picks. You can download them for your own personal benefit or for editorial. And if you want prints and you live in Australia, you can even order them on that site. The podcast, again, on all great platforms. This, this audio version of this will be up shortly after, I imagine. Yep, and Picks live from the track uh, every weekend and through the week on Instagram at Kim Elman. Thanks for watching. And stay passionate.